who will survive? Welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountis. And with me, most of the time, or as always is, Eric Sanchez. Eric, how are you this Friday morning? I'm doing pretty good. Doing cool. pretty good. I, yeah, I, we're going to record. I made really a little, uh, little tweaks to my, my, my matches. Okay. That's, that's okay. So... Spoiler alert, here's this week's show. This week, we are going to do a fantasy booking card, 10 matches, from wrestlers from the year 2021 between WWE and AEW, and 1991, probably the best year ever in wrestling for us, with wrestlers from WWF and WCW, a 10-match card. We each big 10 matches, and after we read our 10, talk about them, we are going to, from those 20, make a 10-match card. It could get heated. Some matches aren't going to make it. it Some could. will. We will see how it goes. It's going to be a lot of fun. This week is going to be a show where I want you guys to listen along and think of matches you would want and let us know on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. You can find all of our past shows for free on your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast and subscribe. We'll be there for you, and you can go back in the archives. There's some fun stuff back there. Maybe some show you want to listen to you haven't heard before or a review we did, or a watch-along. It's all there. Positively Processing Podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you want to leave a review, if you're an iTunes user, that'll help more people find the show. We'd appreciate that. And then if you want to support the show, just listen, share with a friend. We do have a couple t-shirts at wantamaneuver.net you could pick up, which make quality shirts. They're not like the certain other uh, wrestling t-shirt stores that sometimes aren't the best, but Road of Maneuver, quality, quality stuff. And we also have an Instagram page. You can follow us there at ppw underscore podcast that is about it for propers so i guess before we get into this week's show eric and i can go over last friday where we were lucky enough to be at the united center for the taping of aew dark and what a what a night it was like (laughs) i i went to bed i got up i'm like did that happen it's a joke by the way guys we the main thing of course was cm punk's debut at the uc (laughs) but all right so We'll just talk about it, and oftentimes, I feel like in not just wrestling, but anything, it's stuff is either overblown, overhyped, or after the fact it happened, it's like, it wasn't as great as you remember it, or whatever. I mean, that's, although right. the point of this show has proven things are as great as we remember them when we were kids, so don't worry about <laughs> right. that. That's right. Uh, all right. So we get to the United Center. I had bought the tickets right when they went on sale. We're up in what's called like the club level, the 200 level. So we have like a perfect view dead on of the stage. Guys coming out. We could see the camera crew setting up. We could see the ring. We got the view of the Jumbotron. And uh, my buddy came with us who is a wrestling fan. He's been to WrestleMania with me. So the three of us are there. And there's CM Punk stuff everywhere. There wasn't as many CM Punk chants before the show started as I thought there would be before Rampage started. Because before Rampage, it's about two hours 
of dark matches. Well, L- yeah. or AEW dark. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, you want to talk about how they how they tape those matches real quick and how it's kind of like an old school WWF TV taping from like the eighties or nineties? It's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. They they get as many matches as they can in. Like it's not a show. It's it's more no. like you're there to watch behind the scenes how they produce the mm-hmm. YouTube show. It's not an enter- It's not. There's no, well, I guess Justin Roberts would be like, oh, in our next match in five, four, three, and then everybody's like, two, one, then they do the match introductions, blah, blah, blah. And the matches um, are like a minute, maybe. Yeah. And the, the best part is, like, after the match, like, the guy, like, poses for the camera, and then, boom, both wrestlers run up the ramp to get to the next one going. And there's no wait time in between. We must have saw, like, 20 matches, and that's still hyperreal, which yeah, is as crazy. Soon as, as soon as they got out, they had, they had uh, like, the other match ready to go, like the girl or the guy got into the ring and then they did the introduction for the, I guess the bigger mm-hmm. star. But I, I, my favorite one was the, Oh, I think all of ours was, was the woman who was hurt at the end mm-hmm. of the match. Her, she's holding her back. She's like, Oh, Oh. And then they could say that, Oh, it's cut. And then she's totally fine. She just walks off, <laughs> you know, her, hey. her, her scuttles her butt out. No kayfabe brother, no. but it was cool. We were talking like, I wonder how much these local wrestlers are getting paid to show up. Are they just getting like, a United Center hot dog? Are they getting what are they getting here for for working forty five seconds in a squash match? But yeah, I like the idea of this because for AEW because not all these people can make it on your main show, which is Dynamite or Rampage. Mm-hmm. Now you don't want to oversaturate. You want to get them experience. You want to get them exposure in front of live crowds or on YouTube. And there's no like cheaping from the wrestlers' point. They've got all their makeup on, their face paint, their gear. Nothing's cheap. Yeah. Even some people had pyro, so that was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you mentioned um, Chris Statlander. She got in her makeup, and you're like, did she yeah. get in makeup for just this? And she was out there for maybe three minutes, and it was over with. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, they do their thing. It's it's real nice how they do it. It is. So after that, uh, and even though there's a lot of matches, it did kind of fly by. Mm-hmm. A lot of Dark Order is- matches. Yeah, for sure. Join the Dark Order. And then all of a sudden, yeah, and they, they go. <laughs> Next up, we start the countdown to Rampage, and they show the intro video on the thing, and it's just a lot of panning of the crowd. This is where the CM Punk chants really started, and you got a close-up on the, I guess, the commentator table with, with everybody, for the four-man booth, waiting for the show to start. And then there's a, probably about, I mean, you saw it on TV. It's like 10, 15 seconds of no yeah. music or anything. And then the music C- hits. CM Punk is, is it, it was loud when they first started chanting CM Punk, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is it. We're, hey, I'm chanting. Everybody's chanting. Mm-hmm. And then the, the static hits, and it gets, got louder. Mm-hmm. And then when he, you know, he eventually walks out, it got louder. I'm like, I couldn't, ble- I couldn't even hear the music for the first, like, right. 20, 30 seconds. Right. And the United Center is not known, for those who don't know, for being an incredibly loud arena. The acoustics of it, of how it's built, it's got a really high roof. Uh, it's not; it's just not built for it. It's not like the Allstate Arena with a low wooden roof where everything right. echoes. So it, it was crazy how loud it was. It was pretty much so. There was like a handful of empty seats here and there, but I mean, for the most part, it was sold out for everything that was ready to go. Uh, everyone there was pumped, and Punk came out to do his promo, and they <clears throat> cranked up his microphone on the PA because you wouldn't be able to hear him if he didn't. We could hear him luckily. Yeah. That was one thing I was kind of worried about was sometimes at live events, particularly like WWE ones or even especially indie ones like ROH or something, 
it'll it'll be made to sound good on television, but the live crowd can't always hear. But they cranked mm-hmm. it up to the point where punk sound a little bit like a chipmunk sometimes. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. It, it was awesome and gave us ten minute promo and I don't know. It, to me, I've I've rewatched it a bunch of times. Yeah, and everything about it was great and. And this has been said already a ton from CM Punk saying it. I think the guy even got like some, like he's got a meet and greet now because Tony Khan found him or something. Like they showed the guy in the crowd who had tears in his eyes with his hand mm-hmm. out. Like, and at first everyone's like, oh, Moto Mark, making fun of him. But like, dude, what are we doing here? And like, I, <laughs> I admittedly, and I was just so like pumped. And yeah. I, I felt like, I don't know, like I was welling up, but I really wasn't. Like I was just mm-hmm. so like overwhelmed with like, I don't know, just happiness. Your body's like, this is happening. I told your buddy, Pat, because it was so loud and just hearing Mm -hmm. his music and him coming out and like my nipples got hard. Like everything was, (laughs) I was just so like amped up. I'm like, yeah, I can't believe I'm here. Like I love CM Punk past seven years. There's always the the smattering of CM Punk chants through through Mm -hmm. shows and whatever. And he was on, um, Renee's podcast, the oral sessions, he was talking about, yeah, if they wanted to do the Thunderdome like how it is in real life, maybe they should have done some CM Punk chants in there. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he should have. But just how he came out and he was thanking everybody, he jumped into the crowd and he really took his time to like to meet the people that came to see him, or, you know, in the front row and all that stuff. And maybe fans, mm-hmm. fan, friends or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, when he got in, he's, you know, he had his jacket over his t-shirt. Then he does his little warm in here. He unzips and he reveals the new shirt that got a big pop. And then he yeah. turns around and says, <clears throat> you know, it says I was here and all that stuff. And then he said the ice cream thing. So when he said the ice cream thing, I was kind of on my way out into the concourse because it was yeah. pretty much over at that time. That was the end of his promo. Yeah. Yeah. So he said ice cream and I walked out and they're right by the concessions, like across the aisle from us. And um, there was this woman, she was like wiping the counter down. She's like, did he just say he's giving, we're giving out free ice cream? She's like, uh-oh. <laughs> She's like, we don't have any. She's like, we're closing. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So the concession people maybe didn't know what was going on with the ice cream. I can't yeah. imagine how many people went out to the concession asking for free ice cream. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so the, after the promo happens and it's awesome and the whole deal and it was fun. We don't have to go over it because everyone's seen it. I've mm. seen it 10 times. Everyone else has too. Uh, I After his promo was over... He was still in the ring while the his music was going. Yeah. So I like had to go to the bathroom. So like I got up and like I started. We were on the second level and the merch was literally right under us. So I kind of ran down the stairs and I thought to myself like, if the line's not bad, I'm gonna wait in line get a T-shirt. So luckily I went in. There was probably only like maybe 20 people in front of me, maybe 25 or something like that. The line was coming from both ends. I'm like, okay, yeah. perfect. I'm staying here. Maybe like. Three five three to five seconds later, a stampede of people came and the line behind me was in the thousands. <laughs> it sounds like buffaloes. <laughs> it was just nuts. And then, like, what was funny is like people like behind that initial stampede were coming. Like they realized, oh crap, we missed it. And like, if you're ever at a show, especially at a wrestling show or whatever, don't be the guy that tried to weasel his way in to be friends. Like, oh, I'm gonna cut in line and all this yeah. stuff. Like, and I felt I say I forgot who I was telling. I felt bad. So there was this guy in front of me that was just like. You could tell he was anxious and he was very excited he was going to get a t-shirt or whatever. And then these yeah. two guys in front of him that were just being like D-bags and like, yo, what's up, dude? Yeah, we're going to, we're, we're friends, right? We can come in, right? We can come in. And the guy was just like, uh, uh, I think he was just nervous. Yeah. So like, I looked at the two guys and I looked at him, I, I gave him like the, like the no way, like across my neck, like, nope, like shook my head. I'm like, and I, the thumb to the back, get to the back of the line because I have my <laughs> mask on. So I'm not going to like, and it's loud. I'm not going to shout. Yeah. So I'm just like, nope, nope. Get to the back. Like, oh, we can't cut. I'm like, no. And like, really, bro? I go, and I looked at him and go, no. And like, I was telling, I forget what I was telling, but 
wrestling fans are like a, a fan group I'm not intimidated by. <laughs> like I feel tough around them. I'm not afraid of getting beat up by some wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And then what was cool was this rarely happens too. The United Center staff had like a couple guys near the front of the line making sure like, nope, this is the line. This is where we go and kept it in order. So I got up there. I bought a couple T-shirts. I was going to buy you one. You're like, you know what? You should sell that because it's gonna, <laughs> you can make some cash on it. And I did. It's going to go to the girls' uh, school supplies. And uh, I bought my wife one. And uh, she was like, I don't need this. I'm like, really? She's like, you could sell it. I'm like, all right. So I sold that one. The school one supplies. I got from my Yeah, the one I got for myself. Well, that might be like a nice sushi dinner for us or something. Uh, the one I got for myself, I'm going to buy a like a, a jersey frame yeah. and put it up and then one day get Punk to sign it. So that'd be pretty cool. So I'm like a little keepsake for me. And you got the ice cream bar wrapper. I, I did. Because you were like a little ahead of us. I was kind of half paying attention on the way out because they were handing out the ice cream bars on the way out. And I was just like, oh, I saw what they were. I'm like, oh, they're just kind of like the regular ice cream chocolate bars. I'm like, oh, I don't really need one. Didn't realize they had the cool wrapper, so you got one. <laughs> yeah. When I was when I was walking out, my first intention because, it, like you said, it's it's a it's 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 just a mass of people. And then, right. at, now the show's over. People are trying to get out like four doors. <laughs> so yeah. it was just like, I just wanted to get out. And then I was maybe like three feet over from where mm-hmm. I where I finally saw. Um, you know, one of the um, United Center workers passing out the ice cream bars out of a, like a brown box. So I'm like, oh, look, yeah. I'm going to go see. Because, you know, it was a hot night. I'm like, I want some ice cream. Sure. But yeah, I didn't realize the, the wrapper was on. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I saved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back, like the, with the t-shirt stuff, I was talking, I, I went down there too. I went to the bathroom first. You That's your right, problem. You, you shouldn't have right peed first. <laughs> well, I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. Sure. I'm in there by myself. Some guy walks in. He's changing his shirt into the CM Punk shirt because I guess he already mm-hmm. bought it. Um, I said, oh, where'd you get the shirt? Just making conversation. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. downstairs, this, this, that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm thinking it's like no big deal. I'll, I'll, I made my way down the steps and there was a huge line there. So then I was trying to find the end of the line. So there were really mm-hmm. like three lines. I didn't yeah. know which one to get in. So I went into the one that was almost like backing up, going back into the arena. Yeah. The other way, and then I saw, I just saw like a huge line of people in, in up going up the stairs and all that oh, stuff. God. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't know which, if I'm in the right line. So the more I was standing there, the more I'm thinking, I'm like, ah, eh, do I really want it? Do I really want it? And all that kind of You're stuff. Right. Anyways, I decided like 10 minutes later, I'm like, I don't really need it. So then I went back to the seat. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Pat, the guy that we went with, and he was saying, and I thought the same thing when CM Punk was talking about, yeah, you know, this, this, and that, I'm going to give you some free. We thought we were, he was going to say, give us a free t-shirt on your way out. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. And then he's like, the ice cream bar. I'm like, oh. That's way too much money. There, there was probably, I would imagine, let's say five to 10,000 t-shirts there. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe I'd say five to 8,000 times 35 bucks a t-shirt. It's a lot of cash for AEW, Mr. CM Punk. So, yeah. And I went on Pro Wrestling Tees because I was just looking to see like how much mm-hmm. the shirts were because people were saying that the Pro Wrestling Tees site crashed. It did, yeah. So was that that they were selling the I Was There shirts on Pro Wrestling No, Tees? it wasn't even the I Was There shirt. It was the same shirt, the ringer style. Yeah, just But everyone the... just wanted it. Yeah. And they so, sold out of the ringer style shirts. Now it's just a white t-shirt if you want that design. Yeah, I saw the tweet on that and they were saying, we bought every single ringer shirt <laughs> that we could possibly <laughs> find in America. Yeah, um, but for the time being, they're just printing it on white, and man, it's just so crazy. It was, it was a fun night. Yeah, and the, I mean, it, the re- I wouldn't go nuts for the ringer one. The only reason I, I like the the date and the I was there one. It's a cool moment that I, yeah. that we were a part of. That's what I wanted, and that's what that what mm-hmm. was cool about it. And 
honestly, I think he's got cooler design t-shirts than the one that was there. So it's not a big deal if you missed out on that. There's other cool shirts. There will be more. There will be merch. Let's hope for some CM Punk Jazzwear figures. You know, that could be... uh, Right. Looking forward to that. So it'll be good stuff coming up. And got All Out coming up for AEW. And that's going to be a fun night. Uh, We, You and I both decided we're going to skip on it and hang out at the gazebo or in my house and watch it. And it'll be a fun night. Less stressful less packed it'll be relaxing and fun and we can if we want smoke some weed there i don't think we can do that at the, uh, <laughs> at the sears center or the dollar right, right right either right. way yeah. either way it'll be fun but it's gonna be cool and i'm looking forward to the card and i think it's like a it's like a two-match card as far as i'm concerned it's gonna be punk versus darby allen and the young bucks versus either luchasaurus or or i'm sorry jurassic express or um what's their names um Lucha Lucha brothers, brothers. In a cage match. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping see. for Jurassic Park and I want them to get the titles. Jurassic Express. Me too. What Me did too. I say? Jurassic uh, Park? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic th- th- I Express. forget who I was listening to. They were talking about like what match closes the show at All Out. Do you close it with the title between Omega and Christian because it's the championship? Do you close it with Punk versus Darby because that's the draw? Punk Darby. Or do you close it with the tag match because it takes so long to set up and take down the cage? So what are you going to do? Yeah, I guess we'll find big, out. Big, dis- We were talking about our SummerSlam 90 show when they took 65 minutes to set up that blue cage because Hogan was posing <laughs> for so long. Punk will be posing. Like, Come yeah. on, I've got to put us up the cage. But anyway. Yeah, he, yeah, he could do that. <laughs> anyway. Especially you know, in this area. That's enough about <clears throat> all this fun weekend we had. Let's talk about this week's show and kind of the criteria for it. I mentioned it earlier. It's pretty simple. If someone was on the roster in WWF or WCW in 91, they're eligible. If they're on the roster now in WWE or AEW, they're eligible. I, we, I don't think we picked NXT guys. Also, I don't think John Cena was eligible because I don't. he wrestles one match, so I don't think he's like an active wrestler. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get the Cena-Hogan match or anything like that, at least on either of our cards. So we're going to go back and forth. Uh, I believe your cards in order mine's not, so we'll go back and forth. And then we'll discuss why we picked it. And then after we got our 20 matches we named, we will narrow that down to the ultimate match. And as far as when it takes place, I think it should take place in 91 just because the fans were better because there wasn't the internet. So it made it more fun. No one was like smarky or whatever. Yeah. So the heels will be booed, etc. <laughs> or we could make it a kind of like an alternate universe type deal where everyone's yeah, that, that's a cool how, wrestling fan. That's how I'm imagining it. So I'm taking okay. all of my wrestlers from their peak fandom. Yeah or their, their peak popularity and just, well, it's gotta that- be from that year though. <clears throat> so that, that's gotta be. So for example, I don't have the rockers on my card because in 91, the rockers were not great. 91. They only had one great match. They had the great match with the rumble, but after that, it, it was kind of like them teasing being broken up all year till they finally did. Didn't they win the, uh, the tag titles that year on Saturday mm-hmm. the main event? Was that 90, mm-hmm. 90? Mm-hmm. Because oh, remember, Bret Hart was like, oh, the ref was a big piece of shit. He screwed up. And broke, broke. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with that piece of shit, ref. Shout out to our Vantage Point podcast for their Bret Hart impression. impression. Okay. All right. So let's get started with you. What's your first match on your card? So I'm going. This is for the tag team titles. Yep. I, I don't care what division it is. It's just for tag titles. Yep. It's going to open the show. It's going gonna, it's gonna to set the show, the pace. The, the, the You, you want to be there. You don't want to sure. show up late. You don't want to be late, yeah. Right, so you get the tag team titles right out of the gates. Um, the heel Young Bucks. 
Okay. So like now <clears throat> Young Bucks, yeah. Now Young Bucks versus the Rockers. Okay. So I, I picked this because to me, the Rockers are pretty popular. And they just, um, they're kind of rip off of the Rock and Roll Express. But Rock and you, know, roll. You, you had uh, okay. you had Shawn Michaels, I, Marty Jannetty. I mean, people love them. They're the good guys going against the heel Bucks. They're, <sighs> but they're, both teams are athletic. Young Bucks are a lot more athletic. But I can't think of another team that would match athleticism with the Young Bucks from 91. Okay. I, hear, I feel you. I feel you on that. I think uh, the match I just mentioned, the Rumble 91 match versus the Orient Express, mm-hmm. shows that the Rockers can – do all the flippy stuff and do all the moves and and, and make it part of the story. Yeah. So, and I love the hot the, tags between like Sean. Yeah. He, he's he's just in there like, oh, I need to get the tag. I need to get the tag. Tags Marty. Marty comes in like a house of fire. Bam, bam, bam. And everybody's just doing some some double team stuff. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only thing I'd counter to you with this Young Bucks match is one I talked about the Rockers already, but are the Young Bucks going to accept being the opening card? Opening they, match? They always do on, on Dynamite. They're always Well, the Dynamite. Match. We're talking pay-per-view, pal. <laughs> well, I mean, th- there's a lot more bigger stars on my thing. It's not just the, okay. the Young Bucks are the top okay. guys. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so here's what I'm going to go with they're for my, my opening they're, match. They're thankful to be on this card. <laughs> I'm going to go with AJ Styles. This is 2021 AJ Styles versus 1991 WCW Lex Luger. Because Luger's got to be on my show. Okay. And I was thinking, I was and I was looking down the match card here, and I'm like, who's going to give Luger a great match? Because <laughs> I mean, listen, you, you don't think Luger's going to be embarrassed by AJ? No, Luger. Think of Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles type match from Survivor Series, where Lesnar beat the hell out of him because yeah. he's so much bigger and stronger. Okay. And then I figure this whole match will be Luger trying to get the torture rack on AJ. We'll talk about who goes over and stuff once we get our final card, but. Yeah, just imagine like AJ, AJ like Luger's got him in the torture rack. AJ counters into a flip type of thing, into like a Pele kick. It could be phenomenal. Uh, I would say that I don't know who's going to be the heel there. I would guess AJ because he's a heel now. Well, this is ninety one so, Luger. He he wasn't that uh, he wasn't that popular. He was the WCW champion after Flair left. Yeah, but nobody liked him. I liked him, you asshole. I love Lex Luger. <laughs> you take that you, back. You love Lex Express Lex Luger. <laughs> I love nine, I love WCW Luger too. I like WCW Luger after he went back. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, it feels like I'm going to have to fight to get Luger on this card, so let's yeah. go to your next matchup. What's your second All match? All right, so after that, you know, the, the crowd's like, oh, man, that was such a good tag oh, match. And also, don't worry too Rockets. much about your match order right now because, I mean, you could oh, say no. it, but I'm because going we're going to be doing it together. So, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. So, this is a last man standing match. I'm going Randy Orton versus Jake the Snake Roberts. So historically, I mean, if we're just so 91, Jake is he start he's a heel. 91, Jake. No, he starts off he as start, a good guy. He starts off as a good guy, but he that is like his 91, Jake is like his feud with Macho Man. That's when Macho Man gets bitten by the snake. Like that is like. Ultimate heel, Jake Roberts. So, are you so we, picking so, babyface Jake or heel Jake? I'm going heel Jake. With, okay. With uh, okay. RK Bro, Randy Orton, the mustachioed fella who smiles okay. more. He's who's accepted of friendships, and you know he's a little bit nicer, but sure. he's still a little bit deadly. So I picked the two because you know the Viper versus the Snake, and mm-hmm. Last Man Standing. I mean, Randy Orton's got that punch. You know, put a lot of people. No, the punt, the punt, 
Let's put a lot of yeah. people out. Jake Roberts DDTs people on the cement yeah. like Ricky Steamboat. So, oh, hopefully not know. like Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> but last <laughs> like a coconut stand. hitting the floor. You all right? Yeah. Fall down? Okay. <clears throat> no, sorry. Anyway. No, you're good. Appreciate you not coughing in the mic. Appreciate you, pal. <laughs> okay. See you. All right. Your... All right. All right. My next matchup, and again, it's not necessarily the order, but I'm going to go with Queen Sherry versus Charlotte Flair for the women's, not a championship, but you know, they're both going to be heels here, which is fine because Charlotte's saying, I'm the only queen, etc. This, I think this writes itself. Queen Sherry, she wasn't like wrestling too much at this time, but she could still go in her purple, you know, singlet in her, her outfit. She would cut great promos, be screeching against Charlotte. I just, I think it'd be fun. Queen versus queen. Who's the real queen? I think right. it'd be fun. I love it. I think it needs um, like a gimmick. <laughs> like I mean, a, crown, like a crown on a pole or something. What are we talking here? No, yeah, like a crown, maybe on the side, like they did the May Young Classic tournament. Or how about they just... uh, Junkyard Dog King Harley Race WrestleMania three loser has to bow to the winner. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so there's the stipulation: bow to your queen. Okay, okay. Bow to you. I'm right. I'm typing this one out because I like it a lot. Okay, because you like that one. Okay, I do. <laughs> All right, that, that one's definitely going to be in the in the, in the car. Okay, sweet. I got one guaranteed so far. What's your next matchup? Well, we have uh, two because our main event actually is the same, guys. We un- unwillingly made that oh, the yeah, same. Oh, yeah, we do. So, <laughs> so go ahead to your next matchup. All right, so next matchup I got. Um, Hart Foundation, you know, mm-hmm. before, before the whole Nasty Boy stuff, with Owen Hart from 91 versus okay. the Death Triangle, Pac, Penta, and Phoenix. So I like the idea of... Well, Owen Hart and Brett are good. You got your powerhouse Nightheart against the, I, I mm-hmm. guess the, Pack? I, w- I, I would say Penta would be more the powerhouse and Phoenix and Pac being the, or Pac being the, the, the quicker guys. Mm-hmm. But I, I just like the, 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 the trios match that I got set up here because I got, I got a couple multi-person matches because there's so many good people from those years or these years mm-hmm. and that year. Okay. I like the idea of the six man, the, you know, the at least six men involved. So is this a three on three tag or is it just two on two with one guy on the outside? Three on three. Okay. Three, I like that. Match. That's fun. You didn't see a lot of that in, in this early 91 WWF. So Mm-mm. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put a pin in that one. Talk about that later. All right. My next matchup is going to be a tag match. The young bucks are on my card, of course, cause they're the, you know, they're superstars in AEW, but they're going to take on, the Steiner brothers from 91 WCW because <laughs> I wanted a WCW tag team yeah, and they were my favorite WCW tag team. Like I loved the, the dog face gremlin, the Michigan Jets. I even wanted a Michigan hat. I didn't care anything about the university of Michigan because of the Steiner brothers. I remember right. I had one in like second grade or something like that. Right. I'm with so you. you, when I told you this initially, you were like, Oh, the Steiners are going to squash the young bucks. They no would. way. The Steiners are they're But the Steiners are good guys here. The young bucks are heels. The young bucks kind of cheat. To, to, to get ahead i don't know yeah i always imagine steiner's just being these just just i don't know just badasses and i okay. even brought up I'm like is this gonna be yeah but like, you're thinking like is this gonna be like Papa L- pump steiner no no i'm thinking steiner brothers okay okay they were, they, i mean before wwf i mean they were i think that's why they came to wwf because they were such badasses in wcw sure and then they kind of toned them down a little bit gave more competitive matches to where they weren't so dominant Mm-hmm. But I'm just imagining a dominant and just beating the crap out of the Young Bucks, kind of like um, LOD with power and glory, like a one-minute match. <laughs> they just no, come in there, they just thrash not them. a chance. Well, we'll right, see. So, we'll sorry. see who wins this fight later on. What's <laughs> okay. your next matchup? Uh, I got 
uh, I, I, in my head, like this is just such a good match. Like the talkers, Roddy Piper, the good guy, going against MJF, and just MJF getting under Piper's skin. Piper getting all like shaking his head and okay, you know, just going off on his own tangents and stuff. And MJF, well, he's got Wardlow, so mm-hmm. MJF is just like this cocky little shit. Piper, and they're just gonna settle this, and I, I just like it. Okay, I, I I like the idea of the promos. I think would be great. So. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll kick that into mine. So my option for MGF is to take on Ric Flair. So 91 WWF Flair, the real world's champion. Yeah. He's got Bobby. You know, and Ric Flair was getting a little bit of, he wasn't a good guy because he was facing Hogan, but I think the only thing that would go against me here is the heel versus heel thing. But Flair saying, you want to be the man, MJF? You know, and they do <laughs> promos and okay. MJF calling him, past his prime and old because even in 91 he was like 40 years old he so was. i could see that being really good promos so we'll see we'll see where flair ends up or i'm sorry where mgf ends up on the card okay What's your next matchup okay. i got a women's title this is for the women's okay. title it's going to be an elimination match oh so you're cheating putting everyone in the card putting, like wrestlemania yeah i'm just kidding go ahead no, it's not that many so i have um you know some popular ones that i like this year we got Britt baker uh, Becky Lynch returned. Rosemary, I really like Rosemary from uh, yeah. Impact. Thunder Rosa. Hold on, so we, we, we weren't allowing Impact wrestlers on this. Well, I did. What if I wanted Brian Myers in the main event? Like, what are we doing here? Well, well you could change it as we go. <laughs> okay, okay. So Rosemary, I mean, she's pretty much a standout for me from Impact. Uh, versus WCW Medusa. So I think Medusa can hang this year, and I think all the girls from this year can hang with Medusa in 91. So I just think it'd yeah. be a good matchup. And just to kind of see like this fantasy booking of uh, Rosemary versus Becky Lynch or Thunder Rosa versus Medusa, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, cool. I, I had to throw a women's match in here. I yeah. wanted to throw two, but you know, the, the, there were too many great guys also from yeah, 91. It's tough. 10 match, a 10 match cards long too. It's still tough to do with 10. It's going to be, it's going to be a fight to the finish here to get our guys. I, I think you're going to like this next one for me. I think you might agree with it. It's a special attraction match. Okay. The the demon Finn Balor takes on the ultimate warrior from Parts Unknown. So you've got the obviously every as a kid, anytime there's face paint involved, you're right. in. Like I loved like LOD demolition because of the battle of the face paint, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know the, the so, so you have a face paint match. No, this would just be like a a match where warriors you in order to beat the warrior you have to go to parts on or something i'm not a writer anyway right. he, he goes over <laughs> it you could, you could imagine the promos on the on yeah. the uh, little podium with me and gene going oh, 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 oh what are we gonna do here Finn? Oh. and uh then it's like warrior i'm gonna come in and kill you <laughs> i mean well, that, sure that was, t- that was a terrible irish accent that you know what we'll allow it here because it's okay. early but also like the the story could have been that initially, you know, Balor didn't want to face the warrior because he didn't want to take on his warriors and and all this stuff, and then he goes to the demon to take out the ultimate warrior. So I think that could be that's like a big spectacle match, and then Balor could carry Warrior to a great match too. I feel so. We'll, yeah, he could. We'll he really, that. he really could. Okay. okay. What you got? <clears throat> My next match is going to be a hardcore match. Could be for a title. Could just be hardcore. I don't know if I want light tubes in this match or, or no. Pa- I'm, a, I'm, I'm, anti, I'm anti light tubes and panes of glass. Let's just go. <laughs> like just chairs are fine. <laughs> fire fire table maybe it would be, yeah it sure would be the that's most. safer. So Cactus Jack from WCW, the the wild man jumping off the mm-hmm. apron to the cement floors. Everybody's like, what the hell is he doing? So Cactus Jack against uh, this year's John Moxley. 
Okay, so you got, I mean, what's tough is Moxley didn't make my cart, and I was trying to fit him on there because he's a star in AEW, mm-hmm. and I want a cactus on my cart too. See, but, but now, I couldn't now you got fit that. Him. Maybe, but who am I going to cut? Well, we will talk about it. I like the idea. I think Moxley would love doing that. And they were supposed to do that. Remember a long time ago when he was Dean Ambrose in NXT or FCW, they were having a feud going that was supposed to have a match where my, the, the story was that um, Ambrose was saying, fully ruined it for the current generation because he did too much and too much hardcore. Mm-hmm. He doesn't respect him, and then they couldn't have the match because Foley couldn't get cleared, etc. So, there, there you go. Yeah, I remember him having a match, and, and Foley came out and, like, backed him. I don't know if he was the... Foley was the GM at the time. Yeah. But he was saying... Well, whatever he was saying, he was kind of giving Moxley advice, I remember. I think I, I, think like I remember that. that. Alright, so this next matchup I'm really <clears throat> proud of. It's Darby Allen <laughs> okay. versus, versus Sting. Versus 91 Sting. Hey, that's a good you know, one. Because, you know, he's got Sting is still the surfer Sting. And they think of it a little bit like the Jake Roberts feud where Sting got kind of pulled to the darkness, dark side to face him mm-hmm. out. and But it would be it would actually be a good match, I feel like, instead of the, <laughs> the Jake Roberts Sting Halloween Havoc match, which yeah. or Sting bit Jake in the throat or something like that to end the match. Is that the Cold Miners Glove match? Yes. <laughs> they didn't rig the wheel, spin the wheel, make the deal to the yeah. worst possible match. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I think this has to be on the card, especially considering right, I t- I t- the t- current that relationship. That's in consideration. Okay. Consideration, pal. All right. What else you got? Um, so, my next match. I have four more left, which you should do then. Yeah, I've got four left. So, I've got the Macho Man Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be good guy because he's Macho Man going against CM Punk with AJ Styles or AJ Styles AJ Lee in his corner. Okay. So I like the tribute that Punk always had for Macho. Like he just really liked him. Mm-hmm. He, he wore gear that emulated him. So he, are they both good guys then here? No, CM Punk is, is a bad guy. He's got the wall like the Wall Street haircut. But in 2021, he's not a bad guy. So you can't do that. Well, he's going against Darby, and Darby's a, a good guy. I guess that's fair. Okay, that's fair. I mean, but I Darby, mean, P, P, uh, PN. PN News. P, PN News. CM Punk. Where is he on this card? PN he's News. coming. Just wait. He's, he's at the top of the card. It's the main event for Zogan. Yeah. Okay. I feel I, I I think the Macho Man Punk match is kind of the default one people will go to. Uh, But not me. I've got not, CM not Punk. I've got CM Punk versus Roddy Piper. Where... Roddy Piper comes, he was semi-retired at this point, but he was starting to wrestle versus Flair on the house show circuit. So he was out. Mm -hmm. So I can just imagine the promos between these two and Punk always considered himself, you know, Roddy Piper is his his idol growing up. So you can kind of do that story a little bit as well. So that's my, that's where I'm putting Punk. I'm putting Punk versus Piper in, I would say in a no disqualification match. But if you say the Macho Man and CM Punk is the default, like that's the that, that's the match I get, people well, see. wait, wait, wait till what I have in store for the Macho Man because oh, that okay. that was the thing is like you've got to everyone's got to make the card, but other guys do too. So, right, so right. what's your next one? My next one is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair versus Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenny Omega is a little corny, but he he does some good promos. He's he's arrogant. He, he's got that swagger about him. And Nature Boy does too, and it, just the the two of these guys, I think, could put on a good match. I think Kenny Omega would respect Flair enough to, you know, sell a lot of his moves more than what mm-hmm. he does after he gets hit with the move and gets right back up. You know, I, I think it'd be a slower pace match, but I think it'd be good. Okay, so here's where we're gonna. It's gonna be tough, right? Because 
you've got Ric Flair versus Kenny. We both those guys need to be on this card, right? Mm-hmm. But I've also got both of them, but I have Kenny Omega versus Bret Hart because I just feel like Bret Hart would and him could put in a clinic of a match like Bret could slow it down whenever he needs to. Omega mm-hmm. can bring it back up. And they're both so, Canadians. Exactly. They're both Canadian. You've got that storyline. We'll, we'll throw the Intercontinental <clears throat> Championship on here because Brett's the IC champ in 91. Okay. And I don't know. That just to me, that's kind of a dream matchup for me. There's a few on here. Like I almost put Bret Hart versus CM Punk, but I feel like Bret versus Kenny has more intrigue of what they could do in the match. And then like the false finishes and Omega getting cocky with the V trigger and Bret pulling up, pulling him up into a small package and, and all this stuff. So that's, that's where I'm at. Bret Hart versus Kenny Omega. Mm, I like it. So here, I guess the problem is like if we pick your matches, my matches, right. we're gonna we're gonna have multiple people. <laughs> like no, the they're gonna people. get cut. That's that, that's <sighs> gonna be tough. Is they're getting so Brett does the Heart Foundation match. If we pick this match, they're gone. So and the, the word is uh, Pac Pent or Pack Penta and Phoenix. They're not on the card then. They they then them their match gets cut. So we're gonna have like four matches. No, we'll, eventually we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, right, figure, we'll figure it out. Listen, oh, okay. we didn't plan this very well. We will figure it out. <laughs> it, worst comes to worst, we got PN News to open the show. We can put uh, Oz. Uh, we can figure it out. Chip. Yes, Firebreaker Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler. We will figure it out. So right. we've each got two matches left. What do you got? So my this is going to be my kind of cool down match, but still a good match. But it's, it's okay. not going to have the fans on their feet like they did for... I mean, on my card, Omega and Flair, like people were hyped for it. Now you got to sure. come down a little bit. You got to kind of give fans a breather. Maybe they could go get something to drink. Whatever. You don't have to. But <clears throat> it's going to be the uh, the Roman Reigns, the Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Ultimate Warrior and the Road Warriors. Now this is my face paint team because <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I liked when they were all teamed up together as the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And the summer and the um, Survivor Series. So Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Warrior and Road Warriors. Okay, so the, the only the issue I have with that is you've got your the the main guy in WWE right now in a six man. He's not in their singles match, which I don't think you can do. And you've got the Warrior, who's a, a mainstay in the WWF in a six man, not a singles match. I don't think those they're going to have a problem with the Booker man. They might have a problem with you. And I do think you're like my Roman Reigns match a lot more. Roman Reigns versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Imagine those promos. Acknowledge me. Oh, you want me to acknowledge you? Well, you could acknowledge this. I'm the Macho Man Randy Savage, and you're not. So that's my Macho Man Randy okay. Savage. Okay, I'm, I'm picturing it. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine like Gene in between them. Mean Gene, by the way. And sorry, like no offense to all the current interviewers between Tony Schiavone, Alex. And you Justin don't want Robert, Alex Marvez and whoever, whoever. Mean Gene is going to be the interviewer for this show and Sean Mooney. We'll, we'll give him and then we'll talk about the commentary team too as well. All right. Uh, we might as well go to our main event because it's the same thing. We both have Hulk Hogan versus Brock Lesnar, but you added the blue steel cage, which I freaking love that extra little wrinkle you added to you it. You have to Brock because Les- the steel um, cage. I mean, you got the big, uh, big bad monster that Hulk Hogan has to take yeah. down. Sure. You know, like King Kong Bundy, throw him in the blue cage, let him settle it like men. Mm-hmm. There's going to be struggles climbing up, people pulling and imagine, each other like, off. Imagine the entrance Brock, like he does this jump from the apron or from the floor to the apron, but he catches the cage and shakes yeah. it. And, like, Hogan's, Hogan's in there looking back like, oof, 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 brother. He's all, he's got the concern. You can picture the concern Hogan look on your face right now. Well, he's pacing. Looking at the he's, he's looking at the crowd. He's like, come on, Hulksters. Yeah, he's like, oof, oof. So that, I mean, there you go. We get, all right. So the good news is 
we have our main event set for this. Hulk right. Hogan, Brock Lesnar in the blue cage. That's closing the show. I don't think there's anyone going to argue with that. There might be some, you know, internet darlings that think Finn Balor versus uh, Warrior might be main event or AJ. I mean, I could see AJ versus Lex Luger main eventing, but <laughs> We're going to we're right. have to throw that one out. I know. And that makes me so sad. Phone's <laughs> <laughs> falling over the place. All right. All right. So, so we definitely have Hogan and Brock. That's one. That's the main event. All right. I think I'm going to yield to you and give you the Young Bucks versus the Rockers. Young Bucks versus so that's Rockers. Gonna be okay. And I'm for not, our I'm women's gonna, match. I'm just going to type these out. I'm not putting them in order, but as, as that's far fine. as how we're agreeing, that's the order I'm putting them in. Okay. And then I think for the women's match, although I do appreciate you trying to get everyone on the card, I think the special attraction bow down to the queen match yep. of Sherry versus Charlotte's going to be down there. So that's yep, the third I'm match. with you. Okay. Okay. Do you do you think Darby Allen versus this is this I'm going for all my like have to be on theirs. So, mm-hmm. so do you think Darby Allen versus Sting is a have to be on their match for? I I, I did type that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we got those. Four. Okay. So we got those four. Now what about so, Piper and Wardlow? I mean uh, MJF. You know I think I'll give that one because that means we could have Punk versus Macho. Okay. And uh, granted we wouldn't have Macho versus Rome. This is tough. So would you rather have? So I had MJF. I had Brightwick Flair versus MJF. All right. This means if I give you that, I'm gonna have to yield and give you this Roman and the Six Man, and then I'm gonna lose my <laughs> Warrior versus Finn Balor match. I'm gonna lose those promos. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to have Roman. We do though. You have to acknowledge him. That's true. <laughs> you have to acknowledge him, and Heyman will be there too. All right. What, so go what ahead. If, we'll, no, go all right, ahead. let's let's see. We got. Uh, I didn't get the Darby Allen yet. So Darby Allen versus Sting. So we got four matches now, right? <clears throat> well, here I got six. I got Hogan, Brock, Young Bucks, Rockers, mm-hmm. Bow to Your Queen, yep. Sherry and Charlotte. Um, I did put Piper and MJF. Okay. Ma- Macho Man and Punk, Darby Allen and Sting. Okay, so that's six matches, right? Yeah. So you want your... So now that... So yeah, we got to do the six-man that you have because if you're going to do Macho versus Punk, that means Roman can't do Macho. And Roman's got to be on the card. Okay. And... So now now what are we going to do? You're Omega, do I get, Omega does Brett. That mean I, does that mean I get Kenny versus Brett for the IC Championship? I think it does. Yep. <laughs> okay, so how many is that? Eight? Yeah. So this is working out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Okay, I told so you. This would, I told you this would work out perfect. Yeah, you just you do it all along. This has been <clears> fun. <throat> I want to do this for another air. I just want to like. This is like a cool like road trip conversation to have, like, just yeah. to make time go by and argue with each other. So I also I I did put uh, Balor versus Warrior, but I mean we got Warrior and the Roman. So okay, so that can't be in this. We may have to add a new no. match. We may have to like add something that we didn't have on here. All right. So what do you have left? Um. Lex Luger versus AJ Styles might make this card. <laughs> yes, might. he's going to make the card. <laughs> what you, oh, might. we got to have your Cactus Jack versus John Moxley match. Yeah, okay. So that's nine, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want you want AJ and Luger to open the show? All right, so here's so all right, so we have nine matches down there, right? Right. Okay, so it's between then Randy Orton versus Jake Roberts in a last man standing match versus Ultimate Warrior 
or for sorry versus or Lex Luger versus AJ Styles. Which one's gonna bring the house? Or which which one are people gonna show up late because they, they just no the young bucks the are shot. opening the card. Oh, young okay. bucks are you okay. said? All right. This, this let's let's be real here. Whatever. I'm only gonna fight against your match because I don't like last man standing matches. There's just a lot of standing around. There is. I just want to see AJ flip out of the torture rack into a Pele kick. That's all right. All, I all see. right. I'll, I'll give you AJ. Yes! <laughs> Versus the total package, Lex Luger. Yes, exactly. Uh, what a card we've got. All right, let's run down the card. I didn't think let's this put would happen. This is, this is great. What, let's run down the card. Let's put it in order here because we've got... All right, so go to this from the top down, then we'll put them in order, and then we will say who goes over. All right, I got so Hulk let's, Hogan. We know, we, know, we know the first match is the Young Bucks versus the Rockers, right? So we know that. That's the opening match. Okay. So who's going over Young Bucks versus Rockers to start the show? Do you um, want a babyface team to be, make everyone happy? Does it not matter as long as they put in a good match? Because we know Hogan's going over at the end there, right? No one's Hogan always wins. He's got a pose. Yeah, I, I, think it, I think at this point the Rockers, <laughs> they kind of always lost the big one. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so I think for point. the tag titles, Young Bucks go over. Okay. They go, do they cheat or do they get to hit the Meltzer <clears throat> driver? Like, um, There's got to be a close ending there. The, um, they would cheat because they're, they're bad guy Bucks. Okay. You know, maybe we got that, that one guy coming out with the, the cold spray, you know, kind of hits yes. uh, Marty in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. Cutler? Uh, Brandon, Cutler, Brandon, Brandon Cutler, yeah. Brandon Cutler. I was say with... Jay Cutler. <laughs> He's got the spray. Yeah, so Young Bucks go over with the cold spray spray. Okay. <laughs> and the super kick pate. Yeah, and everyone's pissed. All right, our next match, I think we're... <clears throat> do you want to do Charlotte versus Sherry? Not yet. Nice... Okay, Not yet. okay. So what do you want to do for the next... You can pick the next match. Oh, boy. Cactus uh... versus Moxley? Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Okay, for a nice hardcore match. Who goes? I think we got to have Moxley go over in that. Because, again, that's a thing where Mick Foley always loses. Well, what Cactus Jack always lost. Well, he always put his his heart into the match, but ended up losing. Yeah, this is this is gonna match. I think the crowd's gonna be like, oh, 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 where Moxley will win. Yeah, hitting the uh, what is the periyme shift or whatever mm-hmm. hits that through onto onto some thumbtacks. Okay, in the ring. all right, we'll do that. Then we get wild thing. Dun, 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 yep, dun, exactly. Dun. So people just totally forgot about the rockers already. They're like, you make my heart sing. Yeah, they're they are <laughs> pumped. They're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, I think we got a. I don't want to say a cool down match, but that's gonna be pretty intense. Do we want to change the vibe of the show and put on AJ like versus the, the total package? <laughs> no, I think I'm not going to. That's honestly probably going to follow Brett versus Kenny Omega. Okay. <laughs> I, that's right. I, I see it. Do we want to do Darby? Let's do, let's do the six. Let's do the six man. The six man. Okay. So Roman, I think that Usos. Mm-hmm. Usos. Mm-hmm. Uso Penitentiary. Versus the warrior, the warriors and the role, or I guess the Legion of Doom, LOD, because they're in WWF at the time. Oh yeah, stupid me. I put Road Warriors. Warrior. I mean, as much as you would think Roman and them would win, I think Roman as a singles as the champion would have to win. But in a tag, he can eat the pin here. So we'll let the Warriors go over because Road Warriors aren't doing a job to know Usos. Hell no. 
<laughs> so this will be a, a, just a crowd-pleasing fun match, I think. Yeah, so I think Roman and maybe Warrior kind of get in their own scuffle, you know, get distracted yeah. with each other. They're on the outside fighting. They're not in the match. They're, you know, you got like Jey Uso mm-hmm. against... Uh, and Jimmy Uso getting like thrown out of the ring and then they do the doomsday device on Jey Uso and you know they get yeah. the, they get the win and Roman's like what the hell he's yelling at him and Heyman's like look like, out look out what are you doing look out like screaming at Roman to get back in the ring to help the Usos as they're fighting up the aisle yeah, yeah that's it yeah I think Roman gets like a big moment like it hits a Superman punch on the warrior on the ramp yeah and then he tries to run there misses the pin and then Warrior comes back to celebrate with them. So good mm-hmm. stuff. We're just, oh, what a rush. Maybe the Road Warriors see that and then they, they chase Roman off. I'm going to have to get the new WWE 2K game to make this card when it comes out <laughs> next year. It's a good now one. Do we wanna, now do we want to do Charlotte versus Queen Cherry? Now's a good time, you think? Uh, where are we at? One, two, three, fourth match in. Sure, why not? Throw them in there. Bow to your okay. queen. Mm-hmm. I think Charlotte has to go over here. Because I think, I can't envision Charlotte doing a bow. Right? No, me but I can see how, Sherry how having to do that? it. Yeah. Uh, the figure eight. The figure eight. Okay. The, the, does Sherry the, taps. Does uh, Sherry get to the rope at any time, or does she tap quick? She gets to the rope initially, and then uh, Charlotte pulls her back with her strength, because she's very strong. That's like the story of the match, is how much stronger Charlotte is over Sherry. Versus how cunning and, and cheating that Sherry yeah, can be. Exactly. Exactly. Behind, they both have the they both back. have grand entrances. Mm-hmm. Sherry comes out WrestleMania seven style with a bunch of people carrying her like a queen. Charlotte's got the robe, all this stuff. And yeah, I like it. Is it for a crown and bow down? They're, they're, yeah, well they uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. There's a crown in the corner. Okay. That, you know, a ring announcer who's gonna be our ring announcer for this show? Is it Justin Roberts? Is it the Fink? Is it it's the it's the Fink? Gary Michael Capetta? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, let's it's throw the, Gary Michael Capetta in here. Give him a he bone. Need, he sure, need something to do. Yeah, we'll give him on there. All right. So he gets on there. So now we're at the halfway point of the show. So to me, the, this has to have like a first half main event, and that's got to be Bret Hart versus Kenny Omega for the IC Championship. That's like your first half main event. Okay. Not Macho Man Punk. No, I think. Ooh, that's that's tough. That's tough. Because Macho Man always got the the, the second uh, main event. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh, this is tough. What do you? Th- I mean, what do you think? You're gonna give it to Punk over Brett? I mean, I love both. I love everyone in these four. Like these four guys. I'm gonna give it to Bret Hart versus Kenny. I think. Okay. I think I'm gonna give it to Bret versus Kenny. All right. So and that's the I first do. Half. I'm going to give it to Brett going over. And I like my idea earlier of, first off, no, he's not going to kick out of the one-winged angel. We're not going to give that to him. But Kenny's also going to – Kenny's going to tap in the sharpshooter at one point, but the ref's not going to see it. And then Brett's also going to have a point where he would have been pinned after the one-winged angel, but there's no ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, then as, rep, as Brett has got up in the one-winged angel, Kenny's going to do another V-trigger. He hits it. And then Brett kind of collapses into his arms. Kenny gets cocky. Bret Hart hits a small package. One, two, three. Yeah, and Kenny I, is, yeah I like that quick pin. That's good. Yes. Kenny looks like shocked. Like, I cannot believe I lost to Bret Hart. <laughs> the crowd's pumped. and Yes, got the popcorn. The popcorn fireworks going off. Yeah. Then we go to intermission. 
and oh, good. They, good they stuff. pan to the crowd. There's there's his parents, you know. Yeah, they're just having Stu, a good time. Uh, Stu and they Helen. are just like just like SummerSlam '91 <laughs> for yeah. sure. Is Brett? Stu, you know, Stu's Brett's raising his arms very slowly, like yeah, Brett. Bret Hart slapping high fives with the fans, and mm-hmm. and who's our announced team? Might as well say that now for this this card. It's I'd say it's Gorilla, Monsoon, Man. and Bobby, and once someone from and I guess, I they've done this before though. Gorilla, Bobby, and Jim Ross was a pair. I think they've done that at some point in WWF in '93. Yeah, we could, we could do it here. Okay, okay. So those three, two. I I think that would be good. All right. Are we so in we Chicago? Come back. I mean, we've got to be in a big town. Are we in Philly? Are we in Chicago? we got to be somewhere neutral. And I think Chicago was a big draw for both WCW and WWF and AEW. So I think Chicago is a good, good. That's not like hometown bias from us. That's just the truth. We can't go to New York because that's strictly WWF territory. Right. Can't go to can't Jacksonville. Go to, can't go to Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Or the Carolinas or something. So I'd say right. right in the middle of the country, everybody can fly to this big event. It's going to be at the United Center. Sold out crowd, big arena, all that stuff. All right, all right, I like that. All right, if we come back from the intermission, I think we got to put Flair in this spot. Rick Flair's uh, make sure make sure you're back in your seats to see you hear the woo or you hear, not even it wasn't that his music then it was the Where's Flair? Is it even this card? No. Did he not make the card? No. <laughs> oh man. Well, who's MJF facing? Roddy Piper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, you want to change fairness, it to Flair versus? MJF? We did, we did, we no, and, no, and, it was and Dump it, Piper. No, no. Here's but you just the, imagined uh, coming back. <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. You got the bag. Both pipe. You do Fla- the bagpipes now. <laughs> Both Flair and Piper in '91 aren't quite at their peak just yet. Flair hits it at the end of '91 into '92 mm-hmm. for his his run. Piper is still mainly the announcer in 91. So it's a toss-up for who you want to put here. One of them is facing MJF, right? Yeah. So. Well, I, I think the whole storyline with Piper was that he, uh, most of the time, was an announcer. They got pulled out for a match. So I think yeah. MJF could be that rat bastard yeah. heel that could make Piper want to come out and, and wrestle a match. Yeah, I think Flair does have to be involved somewhat in this card. Maybe we can get him to interfere in the main event with Hogan and Brock. Yeah, surprise. So, yeah, so he's he's the real world's champion and all that stuff. Okay. So, so MJF is just calling uh, Piper just an old washed up loser. Yeah. Just can't do anything. He's got to sit behind there and call matches of great people because he, whatever. And Piper's mm-hmm. just getting more hot and hot and hot. And eventually, you know, comes out and just the, the back and forth between the two would be amazing. Okay, good stuff. And I think... Piper's got to win. You can't have a jerk like MJF. <laughs> Piper in his comeback match. Yeah. And also, for, you got to think, for the big big cards, this isn't a TV taping. This is a big card. The baby face has got to win. The crowd would be so happy. Piper, could you imagine Piper getting the sleeper on MJF? The crowd would go then he, bananas. They would. Maybe. And then Bobby Heenan screaming, oh, no, no, no. And then Gorilla's like, <laughs> look at him. Look at him there. <laughs> I'm trying to think what he would say to Bobby. He's like, you bet your money on him. He's losing. Look at him. He lost the match all because of you, Bobby. You should have never followed your... He told you you shouldn't have messed with Piper. He's just screaming in his yeah. purple coat. Ah, good stuff. So here's what I think. I think MJF should go over. Okay, let's because hear it. Because here's what we have so far. 
I mean, from a Booker standpoint, we got the Young Bucks, the Heels won. Mox mm-hmm. is a face he won. Warriors is a, are the face they won. Charlotte, is she the face against Sherry? No, she's the heel. All right, so, okay, so Sherry's Brett. Yeah, I guess we could do Piper. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what I'd want, but I could see MJF using Warlow to get Piper. Yeah. But I, I don't see a return match for this one. No, no. Well, although Piper does come back to being a wrestler in 91, 92, so he... He comes back into his in-ring career. So maybe, maybe this is his launching point for his second renaissance as a wrestler. All right, All right so MJF? <laughs> no, Piper. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got Piper. Piper. And then we got next up, Darby Allen versus Sting. The dark side versus the light side. I think I put Darby as more of a tweener instead of a straight baby face. Sting's a straight baby face guy here. I, I guess it's tough because Sting is so well, Darby huge. Kind He's of- like... He's, he's, he's like the Hogan. Right. But it's tough who goes over, who wins. Well, you, well, because you got, the, you got the half skeleton man versus the surfer sting. Yeah. At the, at the time, I'd go to skeleton man because he's scary. Scary's got to be bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sting's a fan favorite. He is. But where does Sting go for? It's just, this is a tough one. This is, I'm glad I'm not, I'm glad I'm not Kevin Sullivan back there <laughs> booking this show. Who who do you got? Who's going to win? I'm going to let you decide this, Booker Man. Si- size wise, I mean, but I mean, well, we're, just adversity and just how much mm-hmm. punishment that dude can take. Darby Allen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. But is his Darby? How about Darby passes out to the Scorpion Deathlock? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. How, or how about he misses the coffin drop? Yeah, that's and, it. And then he can't. How about he? How about I don't want to do a count off. I'm just gonna say he coffin drops to the outside. Sting slowly crawls back in, wins by count out. So it's not over. We do a yeah, return yeah, yeah. match. A count out. I like that. We we need something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good uh, stuff. We're, we're we're good at this. Sting wins <laughs> by count out. At the last second, he just rolls in. Yeah. And now I think it's time for the big video we got package. Joey Morella. For... He's like ten. And then ding ding ding. Is Morella still alive in ninety one? Yeah. Okay. So he's the ref. <laughs> I think. I'm going to Google it, but whatever. All right. Uh, what about Rick Knox? Is he going to be the ref of this one? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Alfonso. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the big video package now for CM Punk versus the Macho Man. The cream versus the cream of the crop versus the best in the world. I can't believe you're putting total package Lex Luger all the way at the It's top a cool down match, pal. Oh, okay, it's a yeah, cool yeah, down yeah. match you're for right, the main you're event. Right, you're right. You're right. Um, what are you talking about? Lex is in the main event. <laughs> He's close to the show. <laughs> He's close to the show. Unbelievable. I feel like Punk's got to win here, right? Or does Macho win because he's the vet, the crafty veteran? Hmm. This is also, it could be a similar story to, because Macho comes out of retirement in 91. After yeah. losing to Warrior, or do are we having Macho King face CM Punk? Are we doing Macho Man? Well, I have Macho Man because Elizabeth is there. But if we don't have Elizabeth, I mean, maybe he just lets Sherry do her own thing earlier in the night, kind of mm-hmm. like they did in. Um... Oh, never mind. I forgot what I was saying. It's but okay. CM Punk was never really with a. Well, he kind of, she kind of was, but yeah, I mean, I don't not... think that has to be like. I don't think these guys. I don't think this match needs people in their corner, right? Okay. All right. Now, do you want to do a stipulation for this or just a straight up? I think this is just a straight up match. I think this is a, maybe a, I was going to say loser retires, much more already retired. Yeah. No, I think this is just a straight up match. 
And I don't think pay-per-views necessarily need a lot of gimmick matches. We already got a, we've had a couple on this show, and I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. We need a ton of them. Um, I don't know. I, I I could not tell you who would win this match, which is why it's got such intrigue to me. Time limit draw. Just kidding. No. Um, yeah, I think. Ugh. I think Macho Man eventually gets the win. Okay, Punk Punk oh. Punk is a little arrogant because he's he's the bad guy in this one. Mach, so much does he hit the elbow for the win? He's he got he it. Hits the elbow. Several, he hits several it, elbows because yeah, because Punk, Punk has hit the elbow, you know, to kind mm-hmm. of steal Macho's move. You know what I would like too is a finish. This happened both in the Money in the Bank versus John Cena match and the match Warrior versus Macho King of WrestleMania Seven, where Warrior hit their flying shoulder block and Punk hit the GTS on Cena. Both guys rolled out of the ring. So he couldn't get the pin. Mm-hmm. So I could see that Punk hit fi- near the end of the match. Punk finally hits the GTS and Macho, as the veteran, rolls out of the ring. Punk's like, no. Well, I, I could see Macho like tumbling, like go, just falling yeah. backwards and just out through the top and middle rope. Right, like a sack of shit or something. Just just falls out. <laughs> like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, mm-hmm. Macho Man. And how about Punk goes for his elbow, Macho moves, Runs up, hits his elbow. One, two, three, and mm-hmm. and a, a and then this is where post match Punk turns heel. He goes for a handshake and then kicks him in the nuts. All right, or so, something so, like so that. So Punk is good guy in this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, right now he is. You could you couldn't boost him Punk anywhere in the world right no, now. No, you could. I had. mean, even when he was a heel, he was getting cheered. Right. So, so right. even as a good even as a good guy, bad guy, he still kicks <laughs> Macho yeah. in the nuts. And Macho high 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 toes it out of there with on his boots. Yeah. Tippy toes. He's like, ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Elizabeth here. Yeah. Oh, my, my balls. Oh, my balls. Yeah. Mm, the cream. Oh. Anyway, now we've got the the people's main event, as, as I, I've been calling this. A. Lex Luger J. versus Styles. AJ Styles. I cannot believe I got this match on the card by default. <laughs> this is the stuff. first one I, I, I shit all over. And look at it. It's, it's semi-main. <laughs> semi-main. <laughs> so, like, this is, this, is like is your four-minute match. Title? No, this is a four-minute match. I would say this is just a quick match. And it uh, starts off with Luger beating the hell out of AJ. And, and the whole story of this match is... Go to the bathroom, get some popcorn and a beer. Well, the whole story of this match, I would say, is Luger's just, just saying, I'm going to rack you, AJ. I'm going to rack you. And he gets him up in the rack... Like I said, AJ kicks out, like flips out of it, hits the Pele kick into the, maybe the calf crusher and for the, and Luger taps. So one, two, three, or Luger taps from it. So I'm going to give AJ the win here. All right. All right. Yeah. I kind of see AJ in the torture rack. Yeah. But AJ somehow gets one of his legs to well, knee Luger it... in the face to kind of dizzy him. Yeah. And then he slinks off behind him, mm-hmm. goes to the outside, does the... The flying elbow off. off okay, the, the phenomenal the, forearm. Yeah. I could see that a little better than the pay light kick. Okay. Well, hey, wait a second. We got the okay. we got the forearm of Luger in here too. Ooh, that's true. That's true. That could be the story of the match as well. Look at this. This match you're shitting all over. We're we're loving it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Either way, AJ goes over, right? For sure. For sure. Okay. So we got we got uh, making a lot of a lot of happy people happy. Happy. You got to. Then the main event now, as the cage is being set up, because that match was short for a reason, because we got to set up the blue cage. Hulk Hogan 
to take on Brock Lesnar. And we could even do this a little bit like they had their real life feud in 2002 or three when Brock took Hogan out by like making him bleed out of his mouth with a bear hug. Remember that? Okay. Yeah. So this could be it. Hogan's going to come out in the taped ribs just like at WrestleMania 2 in the blue cage. Brock's shaking the cage. Hogan's. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is ponytail Brock. Yes, for sure. That means 2021. Yeah. Uh, with his boot cut jeans and his ponytail. And Hogan's tearing her shirt up at the top, and the whole time Heyman could have been promising an insurance policy for Hogan. We find out later the insurance policy is going to be flair. Despite all that, Hogan's got to go over. Hogan's got to win. He's got to slowly. He's got to escape the cage. So flair, I could say, um, Hogan has to fight off Flair and Lesnar. Well, what'll happen is Hogan's about to like at some point during the match. Hogan hits a leg drop. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk out. Then he's going to come out. Flair comes out. Hits. Hogan with the with the door. Hogan goes back, and then Brock instead of leaving wants to torture Hogan. A couple F fives, all that stuff. Oh, and poor he's Hogan! Gonna go, he's gonna go for the pin. Hogan, he's got to Hulk up. He's got to. He's got to Hulk up here. You hits him one, two, three, off the K. I'm sorry, with punches, not a pin. And then as Hogan's gonna go for the big boot, Brock ducks, hits Hogan with the clothesline, and they're both kind of out. Like mm-hmm. slowly crawling, crawling towards the end there. It's a good match. Keep going. And as as they're both crawling, Flair screws up, thinking he's not really looking, thinking it's Hogan near the cage. Swings the door again, hits Brock in the head. Oh, Brock Flair. is out cold. Flair's like, no, no. Heyman screaming, no. Hogan hits the leg drop. Flair, Flair climbs Flair's out of the in cage. his suit and he's got his sh- his suit jacket yep. off, right? Yeah, he's screaming. He's like, son of a bitch. He's screaming. He's all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Hogan climbs out, gets the win everybody's happy post match as Hogan celebrating on the ramp doing his, cause Brock's still in the ring. Yeah. Um, they do a little thing where Brock blames flair and then they've got your next feud. Brock turns baby face Ooh, and uh, takes baby. out Ric Flair for the next pay-per-view. So we got forward facing booking <laughs> and I don't know. So our, this, so our, ne- I, so our next pay-per-view is going to be flair versus listener. <laughs> yes, it is. It is in a grudge match and maybe Hogan versus Probably Lex Luger. <laughs> Hogan versus someone for the title. Probably yeah. Maybe Brett, because he beat Omega. Although Brett's the IC champ, never mind. I don't know. We'll figure that out for the, for another show. But go ahead and run down the card for everyone. Who wins our mega show, 91 versus 221? Who do you got? So we got the tag team titles, Young Bucks versus the Rockers. Young Bucks win by pinfall. Next one is Cactus Jack versus John Moxley. Moxley picks up the pin by hitting his, um, what did you call that? The paradigm shift. Paradigm shift onto thumbtacks. Uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos lose to the Ultimate Warrior in LOD. LOD hits the Doomsday device on a fallen Jay Uso while Roman and Warrior are fighting on the outside. Uh, next is Bow to Your Queen, Crown, all that kind of stuff. We got Queen Sherry versus Queen Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte goes over with the figure eight. Kenny Omega versus Brett the Hitman Hart in a just a very technical, fun match to watch if you really like the the uh, technical matches and the, the back and forth. We got Bret Hart picking Kenny up or wrapping him up in a small package for the win. Uh, next, we got Roddy Roddy Piper coming off the commentary desk to face the dastardly MJF. Uh, Piper picks up the win. I forgot how, but he wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby Allen versus Sting. 
Um, there's a lot of back and forth. Darby Allen will not stay down for the pinfall. So they fight on the outside until they're both knocked down. Darby Allen goes for a coffin drop on the outside. Hits Sting, but they're both down. And Sting finally gets in before the 10 count. And um, Joey Morella <laughs> counts the 10 and Sting's the winner. So that might be a, a revisit match. Got Macho Man versus CM Punk. A macho Man wins with the elbow drop. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus the total package. AJ picks up the win there. And just like we last said, Hulk Hogan after a, I don't know, there's quite a show you, you you put out there. So Hulk Hogan picks up the win. Interference by Flair costs Lesnar the match. Lesnar's mad at Flair and leads into the next show. Okay. Well, good, good stuff there. And I think this is going to draw quite the buy rate on pay-per-view. Yep. <laughs> it's going to draw quite the house, and it'll get people talking for a long time. One, you didn't think this would work out. No, it I did. Well, yeah. I mean, I, Two, I, I, you didn't I think love... Luger, you, you were like, there's <laughs> no way Luger's making <laughs> this no I even typed out, Ixnay on the Ugerlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, it worked out. Did you, I mean, I'm pretty happy yeah with I'm, this I'm happy with how it turned out like we didn't have double matches we <laughs> everything worked out perfect and we didn't really discuss this too much this was off the called it in the ring as, as mm-hmm. the wrestling people say yep uh, but it was fun stuff and guys thank you for listening please let us know what your cards were who you would have went over on our card and anything else you want to share shoot us a note on twitter at ppw podcast and you can follow eric on twitter at positively underscore eric Anything else before we wrap up? It's been kind of a longer show for us. Normally it's less than an hour, over an hour here, and we've got more ideas coming up for the future of the show, and I appreciate everybody listening to us over the past weeks, and if you like our show, please share with a friend. It's the most important thing that more people listen, and there's more interaction, and we can have some fun, and I think next week we're going to Dynamite and Rampage, so that'll be fun for Eric and I, and then on Sunday night we'll be hanging out here, watching weather permitting outside otherwise watch it in the basement get some pizzas or some wings and oh, watch maybe yeah like it'll be it. it'll be fun times and i think it'll be a fun card and i'm interested to see what the buy rate is for that pay-per-view it's probably AEW's biggest buy rate ever not as much as this mega card of course oh but, of course come on but man. what's good what's gonna be but you know some guys didn't make this card that probably should have you know cody should have probably made the card hangman page maybe but just, you know, this this is the elite of the elite, no pun intended. Sorry, Chris Jericho, you didn't make it. Uh, but he he was probably like a fringe guy. I almost had Jericho. But the problem is Jericho's been around so long, like a lot of these matches have happened, or he's interacted with a lot of these wrestlers. So yeah. and I didn't, not much I didn't I put see. Jericho because I don't, I mean, at this point in time, like he's not my favorite Athletic yeah. Jericho, the style, he all could, that kind of we stuff. We could put him on, com- he could be the fourth man in the commentary booth. Yeah, maybe. he definitely could be. Okay, so Jericho, I like, his, I like his earlier commentary. Yeah, congrats. Not when he's just screaming the entire time. Yeah, throw Taz on there. I like Taz. <laughs> he's well, a we can't ball. have that many. Can we do, or we could do the the two booths, kind of like they used to do for the old Raw and SmackDown combined mm-hmm. pay per views. That's something yeah. to think yeah, about. Yeah, like as well. swap swap out the commentators, like three yeah, different maybe. matches. Maybe, but our I mean our A team is going to be Gorilla Bobby and and uh, Jim Ross. Ross. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Eric, anything else? No, that's it. I mean, I was going to talk about some figures, but I mean, we got we got things to we, do. We do. We do. We got things to do. I got shows to edit and upload for everyone to listen to this weekend to have some fun. 
Thank you guys, everyone, for listening. As always, follow us on Twitter, PPW Podcast. You can also follow our, all of our podcast buddies, our friends Scott and Jeff at Fully Posable, our friends uh, Joe and Quinn over at the Our Vantage Point Podcast, uh, our friend Justin Summers of the Wrestling Cheers Podcast, Daniel Spencer of the Ringside Podcast, uh, Lee over at the Raw's Nitro Podcast, uh, the... Uh, our friends at Doing the Favor, Eric and Barry, and our friends at the Breaker and Bane Power Hour. Check them out. Lots of podcast buddies out there. Go follow them. And as always, support everyone out there. Listen to their shows when you can. They've got a Patreon. Support them too because it's cool to do these shows, but it's not free for us to put them on. So anything you guys can contribute would be great. We don't have a Patreon. I don't think we do enough shows to do that, but maybe someday. There was a, a joke about me doing a Patreon just where I parody other uh, <laughs> podcasts, where I do impressions of their podcast. Because okay. It all started when I was on Fully Posable. So maybe someday I will do a word-for-word, word, like two-person booth is just me. I'll be the Frank Caliendo of podcast impersonations. Okay. But maybe. That would be a lot of money for podcasts. I don't know if you saw, uh, it was, Dan, you know Danhausen. Yeah. Are you familiar with him? Okay, yeah. so he was on a, a the blog, or the vlog, I think it was the major wrestling figure podcast vlog. Yeah, I saw he the He kind of crashed their that. signing, mm-hmm. and he made his own hardcore championship out of a broken symbol. <laughs> and it was a broken symbol, cardboard duct tape. And the guy was like, oh, it's for sale. He's like, he's like, you want it for sale? He goes, $9,000 is yours. <laughs> it was just hilarious the way I he did Dan it. Housing. so. Oh, he cracks me up. And he was like, yes, very good, very evil. Yes, very right. But you see, um, I, I, I posted it. It was a uh, like a conversation with him and Jericho. And he was telling, he was giving Jericho advice on how to beat Wardlow. So he's like, Wardlow's too big for you. He's like, before the match, before the bell rings, just walk straight up to him, punch him right in the balls. <laughs> but, <laughs> and Jericho's like, oh, okay, let me write that down. He's like, so I go up to him I and I, I punch him right in the balls. He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Jericho's so he's like, enc- he's entertaining the idea. Like, he's serious. And mm-hmm. It was just a fun interaction to see Jericho and Dan Housen, like, talk about Dan Housen's in character the whole time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I got to check that. I missed that one. So, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Eric, thanks for coming on. Everyone, mm-hmm. enjoy some wrestling and be cool to each other. We will see you next week.